welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. And I'm Mikey. What's up? Happy 2021. Happy 2020. Or is it 2021? <laughs> yeah, it feels like the same shit, right? 30, I love how everyone was like, everyone was like, oh, it's going to be so great. It's going to be my year. I was like, 21 is going to be shit, people. Hate to say it. <laughs> that, that was me when I was, when it was 2015, 2016, 2017. I know. Um, don't, <laughs> don't go into any expectations. Just fucking live your life. You shouldn't. I mean. The, the year will just pan out the way the year is going to pan out. <laughs> with everything that we've been through, you can't expect anything now. I mean, it's just. No. Gonna throw so curveballs. It's this is how it is at the moment. We're it's we a just reality gotta, show. Real, you know what? It's if, a bad, bad reality please, show. Please, Hollywood, do not attempt to make a quarantine like <laughs> reality show. I can't do it. I mean, oh, no. what is, what is it like? Mem, uh, Patty Jenkins, the director for Wonder Woman. Like, oh, yeah, so she's coming out with a third one apparently, right? It's like it's in development. Really? She wrote the script. Yeah, she wrote the script already, apparently, but she's holding back because she wants to apparently incorporate the quarantine, possibly, and the pandemic into the third one. I'm like, no, don't. Please don't do this. And speaking of, which ties into, we haven't even said we're doing 12 Monkeys, Monkeys. (laughs) right? Terry Gilliam. But like, it's so funny that you chose this. It's another Mikey pick that was on my list, but I didn't realize it was on, I think, HBO right now. HBO Max, yeah. Yeah. So I was was like, yeah. So I was like, oh, uh, oh, cool. I've I've seen this movie once a really long time ago, and I didn't remember it that much. And then as soon as I started watching it, I was like, a fucking virus kills like 5 billion people. This is some shit. (laughs) Well, literally what we're going through kind of in time travel and fucking all sorts of weird shit. Well, so it's weird, right? So I was walking um, boss with a neighbor and his dog, and I was like, you know, these podcasts are really cool for me and for like you and for like certain individuals that want to like keep talking to people because we need to right um but watching some of these movies where it's like talking about pandemics and epidemics you're like wow that's a little too close to home however i'm going to like finish watching this movie um yeah like what i said about when i was watching the strain a few months right? ago i was like this is too much because they like quarantine the city and there was it was all sorts of talk of viruses and i was like oh fuck mm-hmm. this is like too real but this one is a crazy but crazy one but a crazy good one um my just first thoughts were that yeah i've seen it a really long time ago i definitely saw it for brad pitt i think when i saw it i think everyone saw it for brad pitt <laughs> mostly although i think that there's some kind of underlying bruce willis obsession that you may have because he, we did fifth element and i was like he's not bad like i wouldn't kick him out he's you know? really he's really soft on the eyes and in this movie you actually get to see his ass twice within the first like 10 minutes <laughs> yeah and brad pitts too so yep. brownie points brownie points for that for this fucking movie and also this is the first time that brad pitt was nominated for an oscar and won a golden globe it was fabulous so, he played he was an, so good he played an amazing mental institution patient like he put really girl interrupted, he put most of the girl interrupted cast like to shame <laughs> 
Yeah, he was on another level. Yeah. <laughs> but also I wrote too that his well, I mean, we'll get into it later, but his speech when you first meet him and he's like showing uh James around the institution, mm-hmm. it's very like Tyler Durden. Yes. Like everything that he's talking about. It's all about like anti-consumerism and like they're but it's just spoken really fast and like really disjointed. But everything that he says, he essentially says all of this in Fight Club in a way more like controlled way mm-hmm. which i thought it was kind of interesting that his characters are kind of similar because he ends up working for that like animal rights you know like letting out the animals because they're being caged like so it has the same kind of vibe yeah he has the same kind of character vibe no definitely and um it's funny because even though you said it was my pick like i feel like it was yours as well because you've been talking about doing it for a while yeah i have and i hadn't decided when or or what yeah oh also newsflash uh housekeeping mikey is starting a podcast i don't have sound effects yet but i would be like yay (laughs) i get a radio station i would have the little button where you can do like this one really messy youtube channel that i that i listen to about like gossip and shit he has a button that's like wendy williams saying allegedly (laughs) so anytime he and I have like two of them. <laughs> I know. Anytime he talks shit, he pushes this button and it's like allegedly. It's like Wendy Williams saying allegedly. That's awesome. Yeah, no, thank you for giving me that shout out. Um I've I'm, yeah. really, I'm learning so much from you. So you've been like very vocal about helping me, like on the phone, through the computer. Yeah, and I know nothing. This is all shit I know from the last what almost a year now. You know, so, a lot. you know a lot better, especially with just technology in general, than I do. I I have a very like I have a very select group of friends that's not like they're you guys aren't like the developers. Like you're not like computer people. Like mm-hmm. I don't have friends who work in tech. You know what I mean? So everyone has like just the knowledge that they need to do basic things on the computer, not like. Oh shit. I don't know that much, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to like make a website. Like I'm not like that. I, I totally don't should. even know how to make a website. I think we all probably should. I feel like I need to take like web, like basic web classes. Cause it's mm-hmm. like what the future is going to be. It's going to be like, can you code or not? Oh, totally. like, that's kind of what's going to be. So, so yeah. So it's, so tell everyone the name of your podcast. So the name of my podcast is chips with a Z in dish, like N comma dish. Um, it's also a movie podcast as well. Um, I might delve into some TV series if they're like short TV series, like six episodes long, you know? So like, um, say like Marvel is going to be the bulk of my podcast Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm such a nerd like that. And you, along with other friends are like that as well in different areas. Um, but say like, so like WandaVision is the next Marvel project that's coming out on Disney Plus, And that's January 15th, I believe. That's only oh, like, a, well, now it's an extended, I heard yesterday, to nine episodes. Um, oh. But in my mind, that's still short. So like we could watch that whole episode, we could watch that whole season and talk about that. Are or, you going to do it episode by episode? Or are you going to do it like one episode eh. of the whole story? I don't know. It depends because some of the some of the shows or that I'm hearing are 40, 45 minutes long or 30. So I'm not quite sure yet. I mean, if someone like, say, you or Charles or somebody wants to do an, just one episode, sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know if I want to wait until like the whole thing, because for an hour, we could just talk about we could we could cram in all those episodes if that yeah makes. just make highlights of the general story yeah and I think cool. people get it you know what I mean um, oh yeah for sure it's easier to do it when it's not episode unless you want like a really in depth but there's probably 
big ones that are going to do like in depth every little fucking thing. Well, so like you, episode. yeah, and so like you were talking about with like Buffy, right? Like, yeah, you and I, or you and I, and Charles could do like all of that because there's so much more meat. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, we would definitely do it episode by episode. Like and, so much happens, <laughs> and I think that would be more appropriate doing those episode by episode than like say yeah. like, short mini series. That's true. Yeah, same with like Shield. Like yeah. Shield is like a big story that's like every, you know things change each episode. And but and crazy and, and different season pretty much every season is yeah, a little yeah, bit totally. different. Yeah, like they have the monster of the season instead of monster of the week. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. We're we're gonna be recording uh, the first Captain America, uh, film later this week. So. America's ass. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. A fucking Endgame. I watched Endgame the other day. But yeah. To digress. Uh, if you're interested, I'm gonna put a link in the show notes so people can. Thank find. you so much. That's awesome. I really. Yeah. And, so uh, let's get let's get into oh what else are you gonna say oh no 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 let's get into twelve monkeys let's, let's get into twelve monkeys yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what are your first thoughts what are your like when have you seen this have you seen it a bunch so it was weird so I was if I was doing my math correctly because I'm not a mathematician um, I, I am not the captain <laughs> I believe I was twelve at the time of release but however saying that interestingly enough and oddly enough I remember going to the theater seeing this really yeah so my dad took me or i want to say i saw it with him so i'm not sure exactly where (laughs) but um which is kind of messed up though that now that you think about it or now that i think about it because slowly it's introducing children to paranoia i know and like maybe they're like traveling through time and they think things are happening right so this is my first time really seeing it as an adult and i've been um and like I said, I know that you've been wanting to cover it. I've been wanting to kind of cover it, but I'm confused, right? And mm-hmm. maybe you can shed some light on this. Like I freshly saw this Let's say. yesterday, um, but it was hard to follow. Like there's a bunch of stuff I think that is, it's unexplained. Like, first of all, like Willis is asked by like these quote unquote doctors, right? To go mm-hmm. back in time to stop this virus. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it started what in 1990. But it actually like wiped out most of everything in '96, right? So he landed. I think in 96. no, it started. It not. It started in '96 is when this all started. He just went back to '90. Oh, he went back too early. Like right. he was supposed to go back to '96, but they ended up sending him to '90, and he was like, "Fuck, none of this shit's happened." Like all this shit that because I'm it's six years. Like you know when he made the phone call, yeah, and it was like some woman, and he was like, "Fuck, the phone doesn't work because it's like six years." like this hasn't happened yet so like that person's on this address so he was kind of like oh uh so, fuck so then why isn't why are these doctors like asking him shouldn't like the government be asking him to do this and then why well, the thing is okay yeah yeah no 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 go ahead okay the thing is that i'm guessing because this movie it kind of doesn't i i've only watched it one other time before this one mm-hmm. and i i it's just I feel like it's one of those films almost in the version of like a fight club. Like some things are not, it's just not black and white. Mm-hmm. It's just not like easily explained. And I think some things we're kind of not supposed to know, I I guess. So it's like but a purposeful thing that you're. I think so. The, well, the thing is, is that when you, when you start in, it doesn't say what year he is in the future or does it. And I just. Um, it's it. uh, 2035. 
Oh shit, that's not even that long from now. <laughs> know, right? Um yeah, he's in prison. And remember, like one of his things that he has to do was volunteer. Remember, he had to put that suit on and like go out and like check out the landscape. Like, but then when three he came different layers. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And then when he came back in, they were like, You will get a pardon and get out of this jail if you do this time travel shit. And he was like, okay. And they were like, you know, they hold that over his head that you'll get a pardon, like a mm. full pardon if you go get this information mm-hmm. that he doesn't even really know. But they're like, the way that they're like, they, when they first sent him back and he went to 90 and then it was weird. It's so, I really love how he comes out of it, like in in different places. I think it's it's so cool. Yeah, like how he just kind of like parts out of it. Yeah, like he just like, uh, what is it? He's, he's in a different jail cell when he first appears. Right. And he's like, mm-hmm. all like drooling and stuff like that. Yeah. And then he like leaps into a mud pile at some point and then disappears. Yeah. He's in the World War one. And yeah, it's like all these people are like moving through time. Like that Jose guy who he like sees in the. Oh, that, what, um, not hospital? Don, I, I want to say John Cena, but it's not. John Seda. Seda. Thank Seda. you. <laughs> Yeah, Seda, close. Yeah, definitely not John Cena. No. Um, definitely not rock wannabe. He's definitely like a rock wannabe. And it was funny because um, looking him up um, as an actor. because John Seda? John Seda. And I've seen him yeah. before, but all that's like recent is like Chicago Fire, which I've never seen. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say he's on one of the Chicago shows. Like, My I- mom, I think, only knew that because she knew when Lady Gaga was getting married to some guy because she watches that show and he was on that show. That Uh-oh. guy that Lady Gaga was engaged to like yeah, a long yeah. time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on that fire show, and so was the Saint Cita guy. Oh, gotcha. I remember, she remember I was calling her one time from California, and she was like, oh, I can't believe Gaga's getting married to the guy from that fire show because everybody watched it, but I didn't. And I was like, I don't know who that guy is. I saw a picture of him, but I didn't know who he was. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But she never married him. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. what's her name? Uh, the doctor, Madeline Stowe, is the what actress. Is she in? She's, I looked her up, like, she's in The Last of the Mohicans, which is like way back when. And then recently, a TV show called Soundtrack. I have no what's idea. That? But, yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And, and kind of like John Seda, um, I've seen her in different things, but when I was going, when I, when I Googled her, I was like, I don't remember any of this stuff. Yeah, she's a familiar face, but I, yeah, yeah. but like, I definitely, I looked her up too and I was like, I don't know any of this, but it, it, it's, it, it's so funny. And, and by all means, like everybody, we've said it before, not professional at all. <laughs> God, no. Like, I mean, like, totally. obviously everyone knows Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt and Christopher Plummer. So yeah. And, um, uh, Christopher Maloney, shout out to the uh, Law and Order SVU Hive. He's uh, Detective Stabler, and also he's in a bunch of shit. But I love Christopher Maloney. He's an Which odd. Who is he? He is the the detective in Philly that's questioning the girl. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he's in like yeah, he's in Wet Hot American Summer, which I also really want to do. Oh, that one about the summer camp. God, I want to start that from the beginning because um, I think oh, the fucking show is so funny. The oh, one that Bradley Cooper's in. Was there two seasons or three? Yeah, there were two. Well, there were two. The first one they did was the first day of camp, so like right. all eight episodes are like all the same day. It's just mm-hmm. like all this crazy shit that happens. But then they had one later that was like a ten year reunion where it was like nineteen ninety one. And they came back, but Bradley Cooper wasn't in that. I didn't watch it because people said it wasn't as good. They added a bunch of new people. Maybe. Like not, I think a lot of people didn't come back. I think I started it, but just didn't finish it. 
Yeah, like Alyssa Milano was in there and she wasn't in the original one. I was like, don't add people. Like, they already have, it already has a great cast. I like Alyssa Milano, but she wasn't in the original movie or other show. So, like, why are we adding someone that we're just creating? So, oh, yeah, true. But But it's such a funny movie, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of the one liners are just like, so soon when they take acid and like run into the uh, the town, (laughs) they all are like, fucking Paul Rudd is so good in that and Janine Garofalo, like, (laughs) <laughs> so good. well we did Romeo and Michelle uh, oh my god it was so good that we were talking about oh. Denise Garofalo and I was like oh my god she got the hottest guy she got like Justin Thoreau the cowboy <laughs> like she totally made out in that movie That I love that movie and I hate that movie at the same time because and I think I posted on your Facebook page the other day um, when I first saw that movie I started eating raw cookie dough just like oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, one of them. I can't remember which one was eating them. It was Romy. Yeah, when they were watching the TV. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, shit. So funny. Um, I was going to say that, okay, I already mentioned that uh, it's Brad Pitt's first like award nomination. Big deal for him. I love the camera work throughout this. This is the same director who also did Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, so he's known for these like really weird, like he used a lot of really weird camera, like angles and lenses and things like that. But he always has it on a tilt, which I think is cool. Like the camera's on a tilt for most of the film, Uh, which I I think just adds adds for it. Yeah. It's really cool. And the sets are like fucking so cool. Like Terry Gilliam also did the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, the film that Heath Ledger was working on. Oh, the one he was working on when he passed away. It's really good. The one that like other actors came in and stepped in for him, but that film's really cool. It's you'd like it. I think you'd like it a lot. It's really fucking weird. I mean, like like, most of his, I've seen the, I've seen the trailer a bunch of times and obviously I love Heath Ledger and so sad that he's great, but yeah. Um, and yeah, this it's, was, it's really good. This was actually um, inspired by a short film called, am I pronouncing this right? La Jete? Uh Yeah, I think so. It's French. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But yeah, sounds is, like it. Which is kind of cool. I kind of want to like find it somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd be interested to see it. Um, but this is actually a, and I was going to tell you this later, but this is actually a TV series um, that came out a couple years ago on the side. Uh-huh. Um, it has four seasons. Oh, so is it done now? Yeah, 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 completely done. Um, which which I'm very, I, I haven't seen it, but um, I hear different things about it. And then the role of or Brad Pitt's character's name, um, can't remember, something. Gaines. Oh, uh, Jeffrey Goins. Yeah. He's actually um, they did a, a female instead for the character. Oh, character. okay. So I'm I'm curious because if it's four seasons. And you're telling the exact same story. How do you drag it out? Yeah, how do they drag it out? Um, but the years are the the timelines are different, so it's like more modern technology instead of older. Oh, okay. So I mean, I don't know what that entails. Like, I don't know if it's like iPhones or something. You know? Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, like I said, with that was that was my first impression. It was just like a bunch of holes, but. You know, like, it is weird. It's like purpose, and I was just like, "Why is he special?" Like, uh, and then what was it in the first scene or in the first couple scenes where he ends up in that other jail, like when he's drooling and stuff? Like I said, and they were like, "Well, you um, you got in an altercation with two cops. Like, where did that go?" Yeah, I know. And why? And right. what happened? Right. And how the hell is he still walking around when he was like shot up with all these drugs? 
<laughs> I like I liked when he was like, "Yeah, they forced me to take drugs." They're like, "Who f- who forces anyone to take drugs?" I know. <laughs> so but yeah, and then I was like, "Well, was this a fabricated thing because the audience didn't see this fight?" <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think we don't really know exactly, like, what... I think it's one of those films that, like, it's, like, kind of sort of don't dissect it. Like, just watch it. Yeah. And just kind of go, like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I'm sure there's some, like, big story that's going to come together at the end. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, it's... I remember when there was the whole scene when you first meet Brad Pitt and he's, like, really crazy in the hospital and stuff. And then I was like, damn, I hope this isn't it. Like, I hope this isn't, like, his, like, almost like a Silence of the Lambs. Like, he only has, like, 12 minutes on screen. He doesn't have that that much time on screen. Like, Bruce Willis has a lot. Mm-hmm. He's constantly. And the woman, too. The doctor. Like, oh, she's yeah. constantly on screen. And Brad Pitt, I'm like, when's he coming back? Like, he was so great. And I just was like, for the middle chunk of the film, I was kind of like, okay. Like, I want Brad Pitt more in this story. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 totally. And yeah, it's got it, a little it, too much, like a road trip. Now we're going, like, you need a thing for your bullet wound. You need to get gas. You need to. I was like, all right, this is turning into like a really <laughs> boring film on Louise, and like nothing's happening along the it, way. <laughs> no lie, I mean, honestly, it was a little bit boring. It's definitely interesting on the internet. It is side, interesting, right? yeah. And then, was it me? Is it just me or like the? Is she a psychiatrist, a therapist, whatever? The girl? She's a psychiatrist. Um, but she just got like more and more crazy too. Yeah, she did. But wasn't she like, why did she all of a sudden like choose to believe him? Like it's because of that pipe thing. That mm-hmm. boy was like a prank and and she was just like, how did you know that? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe I saw it like on a TV show as a kid. And then she's just like, no, I believe him now. I was like, isn't i mean are you from the future who are you like are you one of the scientists i mean i yeah i'm like okay but yeah it it was definitely very confusing but it's almost like a i i don't want to put it in the same echelon as fight club because it's not like a movie like that to me i mean i'm sure it probably can be but uh it was definitely one of those things that like you need to watch multiple times to really like all right, so I've seen it once this time to review it. But if I'm really interested, I have to go back and like, all right, let me see if I can break down this timeline because (laughs) I want to understand much like what's happening, which we'll get to in Mikey's podcast on the Marvel timeline because it's a hot ass mess. It's a hot ass mess and I am all for it. We're all for trying to like (laughs) dissect it. I'm trying to like start from the beginning and pretend like I know nothing and just be like, all right, this is the order that the story goes in. All right, I'm watching one first and I'm see like, what did they introduce in this that didn't go into the next one or that had nothing to do? Cause they film them all out of order and they like put mm-hmm. them together, but you could tell like some was written to fill a gap and here and there. So that'll be really interesting. I'm excited to do that. Oh, I'm, I'm super stoked. And, and I mean, they go in and out of like past references and then yeah and then it's it's like nothing is really permanent because you have a time stone so you can just change everything exactly like, <laughs> so it's like okay wait, wait, so we'll we'll get to that not to digress we'll, we that, will totally get to it um, we'll totally get to all about it so uh yeah i'm excited do you have any um production notes or behind the scenes? yeah i just have two points uh yeah. usually what i write down the budget for the <laughs> film was 29.5 million it was done by Universal, so that was like a pretty healthy budget too, because I think they bought the rights 
of this yeah, there film. Was, there was some kind of controversy, but I couldn't really get it down. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really understand, but there was some kind of reason. Like, I guess maybe they get they got the rights like kind of reluctantly, but they mm-hmm. wanted to make this movie, and then thank God it made fucking one hundred and sixty eight point eight million. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's a lot. And the other note I have that it was filmed from between February and May of '95 in Baltimore and Philly. Actually, yeah, that was that was one of the notes I have. Yeah, that's all I have. As I didn't do as do as many. Okay. What? Yeah. I mean, what are your behind the scenes notes? And, and like I said, no particular order. Um, it was said that Nick Nolte was originally the first choice to cast as James Cole, who is oh. uh, played by Bruce Willis, and then Jeff Bridges for the role of Goins. Um. Isn't Jeff Bridges? Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Jeff Bridges Jim Carrey's friend in Dumb and Dumber and Dumb and Dumberer? That's Jeff Daniels. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say hell to the uh uh-uh. uh. Isn't wait? Isn't Jeff Bridges the one in Big Lebowski? Oh, that's him. Okay, I think I got, that's I Jeff got, Bridges. Got, we have to do wrong. the Big Lebowski too. <laughs> I haven't seen that in forever. I think some me either. Since the theater, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it since like definitely like the early 2000s sometime, but it's but, a classic 90s. Yeah. Oh, totally. But um big hands up to Brad Pitt. He was like fucking amazing. Um so good. And he mentioned that he actually spent time at a mental institution for like weeks. Uh, you can tell. Visiting and studying the inhabitants to prepare his role. Yeah. Oh my god, that was amazing. Um I love I don't know if you want to call that method acting or just research, but I love to hear about how characters go in such depth yeah like really study their their roles like um when i was recording for my first episode of requiem for a dream which is like pretty Mm -hmm. deep right for like a first Mm -hmm. episode um it is yeah i was telling i was like that's pretty deep but okay yeah it was just it was so random but i mean every character especially ellen she was just like i'm all in it and i'm gonna do this and so i i love hearing about she's so good yeah She's um, like she's good they're all good jennifer Connolly was great it's so upsetting though like the end of that movie like what happened all, all of them but they all like cradle into the baby position or whatever you call mm-hmm. it yeah like the yeah. fetal position yeah. yeah but um for this movie uh filming took place oh you already said that um oh yeah that's not that much time february to may mm-hmm. no and How then they it... build those fucking sets those sets must have taken like over a year to build well i mean so they weren't because of budgeting, they it was stated that they weren't afford the luxury of um, studios, so they actually had to like go to like abandoned warehouses and parks. That's dope, though. Like that, that, like, that is really. Dope. I, I I do love that, um, yeah. but because they couldn't film in BWI, um, they filmed the outside for BWI, but the inside was actually like some Constitution Hall in Philly or something like that oh weird um so that was kind of interesting um but okay what was i gonna say um i just have a couple more um i know it's a uh what was i gonna say oh yeah okay so i found this profound and scary at the same time (laughs) um yum said that this movie is to depict the study of people's declining ability to communicate in modern civilization due to the interference of technology which i was like that's kind of like us right now. It totally is. But I found that really interesting at the same time. Like, 
kind of poetic <laughs> and very scary. Yeah. Um, Super scary. Right? That's how it is now. People live because of what news they follow, what opinions they follow, whatever. People live in like alternate realities. Like we don't have a common shared uh, like medium anymore. It's like you feel that way and you feel that way. Yeah. I, I can't change your mind. And same with me. You can't change my mind. So it's like we're kind of, and technology, AKA like every fucking evil corporation on the planet, it, you know, has contributed to that. Yeah. yeah well, so and, I was, and I was talking to Justin earlier about it where, because dealing with what we are all dealing with right now, we try to like occupy ourselves and, it's so easy to, to like turn on some kind of, you know, to the TV, to the radio. Um, I mean, we do have like some kind of cool technologies like like what we're using, Squadcast, Zoom and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, obviously, definitely. It, obviously, it's not the same as in-person interactions, but it still challenges us to still be us, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like with these losing barriers. ourselves over TV. Yeah. Yeah, within these, like, weird pandemic times. Yeah. You know, so it's cool. I mean, human beings adapt just like animals, you know? Like, they adapt to whatever happens and whatever they need to adapt to. So this mm -hmm. is just another another level, and you figure out ways to, like, get by. Like, you're, you know, and just to, like, calm yourself. Like, if, you know, it's stressful looking for jobs or, you know, going to work and everything like that. So it's cool that there's either something you can give people like, Hey, if you want to escape for a minute, like listen to us talk about these movies or find a movie that you are like, Oh shit, I want to see that, you know? And so that's cool. Also give us five stars on iTunes and write us some reviews. We love uh, researching this stuff for you and, and hopefully you yeah, it's like, so uh, fun. hear about this. Yeah. It'll be very yeah. interesting though, to see how like everyone reacts after like everyone takes this vaccine or, know, or whoever uh, does and doesn't whoever does. Right. Exactly. Whenever what they're not, it's not going to be for like another, I'd say people in our age bracket, like the elder millennial folks, uh, if you're not a frontline worker or you're not a, a doctor or anything like that. Uh, Push to the back I, of the bus. Yeah, well, what, like summer? Maybe summer. Well, that's, 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 that's a, the last thing that I heard, yeah. Yeah, summer. But see, by then, it's like, you know, I would hope that, but now there's another fucking strain that's like even more contagious that they found in what england and then somewhere else i was oh, like this is a fucking movie like your house now <laughs> yeah like if you don't need to be out like don't be out you oh, know when, like, seriously though when this is all over and this is gonna be the gayest thing ever but uh, i will get a glinda pink outfit and i will be like come out come out where oh, yeah. <laughs> the people in their houses <laughs> oh, like a little munchkins yeah but um oh my god yeah it's but, gonna be like i just have to say that i mean i don't know like other per like other like functions and things but any kind of big gathering when post pandemic is gonna be a shit show oh yeah totally like pride parade coachella like any of these big places where like lots of people gather like like-minded people gather it's gonna be fucking insane oh what's that one thing the fire thing that people do <laughs> the, the fire festival <laughs> Is it the fire festival? <laughs> no, that's the one that didn't oh, work out. The one that they oh, planned in the Bahamas. Oh, Burning Man. Yeah, yeah it's like fire didn't even fire thing. <laughs> Fire festival didn't even happen. Like it was all a scam. Oh, I, right. I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So funny though.
Oh like it's God. so funny. All these people paid like twenty grand and had nothing. Like had nothing, but they like, just robbed them blind. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, oh my god. I think he's in jail still. The dude who started it, but I don't know. He's probably gonna get out and pull some other bullshit. Wasn't uh, I thought a celebrity started it? No, no. He got a celebrity attached. Oh, that's this right. One guy was like the mastermind. Yeah, Ja Rule was like <laughs> attached to it. But this one guy, like, he's the one who masterminded, like, stole the money and, like, did whatever he did. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Uh, do you have any more behind the scenes? Um, no. The only thing that left that I was going to say was that um, it this movie actually did have a laser disc. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and it, it's weird because I didn't realize how old laser discs were. Um, so the VHS came out in 97 and so did a laser disc. You mean 87? 1997 sorry no wait vhs came out way before oh no sorry um but it's uh oh that's weird yeah never mind because they had cds in like the 80s right yeah yeah yeah. never mind like late 80s or early 90s yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but laser disc may be early let me see that might be 97 that sounds about the time that's what i meant yeah yeah um why it's just like who decided to have a laser disc um, I keep telling you, like, the only person I knew that had a laser disc was my dad. Yeah. Like, let me see. They stopped production in 2000. Oh, with Bringing Out the Dead. Oh, and the very first laser disc was 1978 with Jaws. No way. That was the very first one. But nobody had it. Like, I think it probably for, like, studios probably had it. And then it says um in 1963 is when it was invented patented in 1970 and then and 1990 i think it was in the 90s Mm. they were like trying to get it trying to make it happen but it wasn't gonna happen 1984 first consumer player with a solid uh laser disc thing that's (laughs) that's so funny and okay pioneer stopped producing laser disc players in january of 09 i wonder how much they are now no, they're probably not that much. I mean, yeah, not, check that I really, not that I really want them. I mean, they are bulky. I mean, they're record size, so it's yeah, they're massive. If they get scratched, like the thing oh, is, I think yeah. the I think the the photo or like picture quality is better on a Blu-ray anyway. Like yeah. it's not even like the quality is not even going to be as good as like HD because we have like such good quality now. Oh, even watching it on HBO Max, it was still like its original format ish. Yeah, 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 kind of, yeah. Um, it's still like so much better than watching it on like fucking TV. Um, okay, so let's get into fashion. Let's get into fashion. I don't. Have I a, like a lot of the fashion in here. It's interesting. I don't have a lot. Um, unless you good. Wanna, I have some interesting. Unless you want to go first, go first. Yeah. Okay. My first note is I love the exploration suit that he uh, Cole goes in when he goes to like look at the world and and see this post virus world where it's kind oh, of like now like when we have to mask layers up. Or something. yeah yeah i thought it was really cool and then i love how um on the pa they're like if your suit is torn you cannot have re-entry right like so i was like and then when he was walking around and he had those boots on you saw his feet i was like there's no way this shit is not getting torn right all this bullshit out here like there's no way mm-hmm. um i like that i said i also really love that at the hospital Cole is wearing those jelly shoes, those jelly sandals that like all the girls wore in the 90s. Okay. They're white. <laughs> Which I thought was really weird and funny. Um, in Jeff's outfit, I love that brown 70s style 
velour shirt over the hospital outfit. Was it a shirt or a jacket? I think it was a pullover, like a between a pullover and like a like a lounge jacket, but it didn't have a zipper. It was a pullover. Oh, and I had like okay. A so that, that was one of my notes that I really liked. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And didn't he have like loafers on? I think so. Yeah, he had like almost like old Gucci loafers. On. Yes. Like they, yeah, they weren't like like hospital shoes. Um, I love the glasses that the scientists wear when they were like peering over him. They all had these like super crazy like Lady Gaga fucking sci-fi weird glasses on. <laughs> mm-hmm. The ones that have like those magnifying things that flip. Mm-hmm. Who else has them on like that? Like, uh, there's like some other weird movie where they have those like weird. Also in uh, American Horror Story. Like oh, James okay. March, you know, he has this, like that weird thing. Um, I, I wrote for Rayleigh. I'll just do all my fashion notes and then you can do all Yeah, yeah, no, no, please. For Rayleigh, the doctor, I wrote, she's like a modern version of Clarice in Silence of the Lambs. She really is. <laughs> it's like still plain, still kind of minimalist. But then I like that when she changes into her disguise outfit, she has like a red, like that red dress on. Mm-hmm. which i think is really that cool um, i like it i really like the pimp's outfit that bust into that that room when they thought she was a prostitute um it was like a crocodile dundee mixed with like a gypsy military guy <laughs> true yeah I, I i liked it i thought it was kind of cool and then i love the disguise outfit like bruce willis is like a 70s porn star in that like polyester shirt and like handlebar mustache <laughs> excuse me um, i was kind of into it <laughs> yeah, like tigers on his shirt. I was like, he looks kind of hot. I'm not gonna where lie. he kept like having to like try to attach his mustache. Uh huh. Yeah. I was like, I like this. This feels very natural born killers. A little bit. Like their outfits just feel really like weird and crazy. Like like uh, <laughs> yeah, just kind of crazy. Also like uh, Fear and Loathing, which he does two years later. The director feels very much like Johnny Depp's wardrobe in that. I haven't seen that in a while too. I would like. Yeah, you should watch it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, what are your notes? <laughs> I don't really have too much, although um, three articles of clothing stood out for me. Okay, two Ooh, okay. Ar- two articles of clothing and two outfits. Um, oh, okay. Rayleigh's black... Is it Rayleigh or Riley? Rayleigh? Rayleigh? Riley? Yeah, I don't black, know. Um, her black high heels in the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. They're, like, short but really cute. Yeah, they um, are cool. In one scene, I believe it's the middle someplace where she and Cole are talking in that, like, seamlessly, like, seedy hotel so um, cool i love cd hotels <laughs> love i love the interiors i love that's them. so funny um I love she i think it was that scene where she was wearing that big mustardy brown chunky sweater was it oh, that yeah scene? i think so i think she was in that hotel but i love that sweater it it kind of reminded me of like one of your sweaters that you wore a long time ago yeah, it was, was really, say, really I, love, cute. I love like chunky sweaters mm-hmm. um i couldn't i could never get away with it but i loved it um Oh, you could. Brad's outfit, like you said, in the hospital. Um, and then I guess it's toward the end where he's wearing that weird stocking cap. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, he could look good in a towel. I mean. <laughs> to Brad Pitt? Yes. Yes. Even when he has that, when all of them are doing that weird stunt, he has that weird jacket on and like mm. a bunch of shit when they're in that bus and he looks insane, but so hot. Yeah. It's like crazy. And just, no I mean, I, like, I love it. I mean, this is not a fashion note, but this is just, like, his mannerisms are just... So good. So beyond, yeah. Yeah, like, he has... I, I mean, I don't even know what he's supposed to be diagnosed with, but he has, like... It's never said. No, like, I don't know if he's supposed to be, like, schizophrenic. He has elements of, like, Tourette's mm-hmm. a little bit, too, like, with his, like, jerking kind of tics that he does, too. But it's really interesting. and and But it's weird because his... What he says makes so much sense. 
like even though it's presented in a really kind of like nonsensical way Mm -hmm. if you listen to it and actually see what he says and like look things up like there you're like okay this is not entirely false (laughs) it's just the way that it's coming off he's talking in a very like manic way but that's you know but it's he's such a great actor I think from day one, I mean, there is a really good, you should watch this actually, because it's like a really cheesy horror film. Mm-hmm. It's called Cutting Class. It's his very first movie, like ever. Oh, yeah? Um, it's in the 80s. Yeah, I think it's still on Showtime. It's literally like the cheesiest of D horror films. But it's like weird that it's him. It's so weird that he's in it and he's like, you know, he plays this kind of like jock kind of dude, but it's really funny. It was before Thelma and Louise, and then thank God they got him for Thelma and Louise. Was that the second one, or was that legend? That was All probably. Um, that was probably he might have had another one in between that. He was in. Have you ever seen like Johnny? Is it Johnny Swade? He's in Johnny Swade. Isn't Never he in Cool it. World? Have you seen Cool World? I have it. Oh fuck! We should do Cool World. That's okay. So- I, I, yeah, it's, it's so funny. I randomly have that. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, it's so good and so weird. Like it's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it's like mm-hmm. that like half animation. Like yeah, I think it's Johnny Swade that he's in. I I urge anyone to if you really like Brad Pitt, which I'm sure a lot of people enjoy his films. Uh, his early work is really cool. Like the stuff before it was like you know blockbusters, but I believe it's Johnny Swade. Let me look it up. Um and Cool World we should do. Yeah, I like, love that's... Cool World. It was very yeah, it's really weird. Very cool. I can't remember where's that. Oh, have you ever seen um speaking of like cartoon in real life, um Monkey Bone with uh Brandon no. Fraser? It's very cool world-esque. Um it has oh, Whoopi Goldberg cool. is in it as like this like pirate death something or other. I don't know. This is really fun. Oh no way. Yeah. Um cool. yeah, okay. Johnny Sway came out in ninety one. He was not known then. It's on Pluto, apparently for free, right? Pluto. Now, so. Yeah, it's like one of those new those streaming things where like oh God, it's free, stream? but there's just apps. Well, yeah, it's many free, streaming though. services. <laughs> no, I know, but at least they have some. They it's good to like look for all of them when you see movies like that. Now before they used to only have like Netflix and Hulu and like that was it, but now mm-hmm. it's like they have all these other free ones like Crackle and Tubi and Pluto. Like they're free, you have to sit through ads, but you can still watch some movies that aren't on those other places. So it's pretty cool. That's like you'll, what did, you'll what did the movies will rotate recently? around. Oh, over Christmas we watched um something on two, two B. Two B. Uh oh my god, mistletoe and menorahs. Oh okay, what <laughs> is that? It was it was, it was so cute. It's very hallmarky. Yeah, very home oh, holiday. God. But like this one, this one girl, she works for a company. I can't remember what kind of. Oh, dealing with like a, a toys and mm-hmm. to seal this one deal, uh to merge with this other other guy's comp- toy company um he she has to go to his holiday party which turns out to be a jewish party which she knows nothing about being jewish she's all like christmas and everything so oh her assistant hooks her up with one of her friends who is jewish and teaches her about like all the holiday traditions oh that's like, cool it's kind of cute but and then they end up falling in love and like i said it's very hallmarky but it's very yeah, cute. Say, very yeah. Cute. oh cute. oh cool oh wait so what are your what's your other um piece of clothing that stood out did you say the first one no that was it that was um it was the oh in the track uh well i called it a track suit until you told me it was like a uh shirt or something um oh yeah that brown thing yeah yeah that was it the brown shirt yeah yeah. um any outfits um the full outfits 
full outfit. Oh, like I said, I mean, the full outfit was like just the mental institution. Oh, yeah, with the robe. Thing with, yeah, that was, yeah. Oh, oh no. Was really then, actually, thinking about it, when you see the scientists, they're all like sitting down and everything. Mm-hmm. It, like their coats are plastic or are they covered in plastic oh yeah no they're like uh they're like a like rubber not rubber yeah like yeah no they're like the same thing that those like you know oh like pvc like vinyl but they're like Uh, clear they're really i think they're clear vinyl those are kind of cool yeah they are super cool yeah they are really cool they're super weird but yeah Uh, other than than i mean just for me fashion wise there wasn't a hell of a lot no but But, it's cool but it's, it's still cool yeah yeah like what they managed to put together for like all those weird outfits like i'm just like how do they uh, like how do they design that you know Mm -hmm. it's really nuts i'm trying (laughs) to find out who the costume designer is oh julie weiss is a costume designer and also got an oscar nomination for this film oh no shit yeah that's she also did frida and american beauty i love frida I know. I also love American Beauty. American Beauty, yeah. Yeah. And she did Masters of the Universe. Like the movie? Like with... Mm -hmm. In the 80s. Yeah, (laughs) in like 87. Yeah, she's done a lot. She's done a lot of like random films too. Like, wow, fuck. She's done 78 films, so go check her out. wow. Holy crap. Yeah, she's done some cool shit. Oh my god, she did The Ring. Like the first Ring. Oh, nice. Wow, that's cool. That's what another thing that Justin was watching over... um, Oh, fucking shit, man. Christmas was like, he started from the beginning. <laughs> the Lord wow. of the Rings series, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord of the Rings. I'm talking about the ring. Oh, you're yeah. talking about, oh, like Samora ring. Oh, the horror movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, the horror movie. <laughs> My yeah. bad. I was like, he started them. I was like, aren't there, there's what, like two or three of those? There's four. Four? Fuck. Yeah. They stopped making them, though. Now it's like Paranormal Activity. They have like eight of those. Yeah, no, that, hopefully there's no more. <laughs> annabelle or whatever they're like two of those three uh, three three of those uh, yeah yeah they're just making it they don't do saw anymore right thank god no but before oh. the, b- before the pandemic happened they were making a a spin-off for lack of a better term um called spiral and that was gonna have jamie fox i believe oh no well in the no movie, yeah I only want to see Scream Five. <laughs> That's the oh only my God, one. I'm I can't wait. In. I know. It's the only one I'm interested in. Is I hope that they. I hope they do put it on HBO Max. Oh, they should. Yeah. I mean, if they want to be smart and they want to get it out, they should. Well, because like um, Wonder Woman, like they put in select theaters that were still open. Yeah, and, so you can do both. And, and then they put it on HBO Max for only thirty days. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they keep saying like you know coming like watch it now limited time or whatever so if they yeah. do that with scream shit that'd be you could do that yeah yeah i think they're gonna do that um okay so for music i didn't have any notes i did like that instrumental that you kind of hear throughout yeah it's really good yeah it's really cool but there are obviously no like bands like it's not like a music kind of film not really i mean the only the only song that came to my mind was uh, "What a Wonderful World" because not only is it oh, that's in, right, yeah. not only is it in the end credits, but it's also like somewhere in the middle of the movie. That's um, when he plays it. She plays it right when she when plays the driving, radio. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot. There's some music. That's right. He's like, "Oh, I love music of the 20th century." <laughs> I love <laughs> how he just like, like okay. his head out like a dog, like from the. Car. I know. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so funny. 
Um, okay, so what are some of your favorite scenes and or quotes? And What's or your quotes. first one? I've got four quotes. Ooh, oh, four um, quotes. Ooh, let's, what are your quotes? I didn't have any quotes written down. Well, so I'll tell you that this... So any t- any mental institution scenes I love. Like, mm-hmm. they're just, like, so much more dramatic, I think, than the rest yeah. of the movie. Um, totally. But I like in the beginning when... Um, James tells Jeffrey about the human race possibly getting what they deserve. And mm-hmm. he's like, maybe the human race deserves to be wiped out. And Jeff is like, wipe out the human race? That's a great idea. Great idea. But more of a long-term thing. I mean, first, we have to focus on more immediate goals. <laughs> yeah. So it was, like, scary, but, like, funny at the same time. And then it's hilarious. Um, I found like it. Project like, Mayhem. Right. <laughs> our immediate goal. And then it was hilarious and weird, but, like, when that when that guy who's like dressed in a nice suit comes up to Cole and he's like, are you a divergent too? And he like cocks his head onto his shoulder. And then like oh, yeah. the camera, the camera pans down his nice suit. And then you see these like bunny slippers. I know. With like a drawing that it looks like a five-year-old did. And I you're know, like, so weird. creepy. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't remember what scene this was, but uh i think it's a J- uh gains quote where he's like we're consumers jim yeah okay okay but a lot of stuff you're a good citizen but if you don't buy a lot of stuff if you if you don't what what are you then i ask you what mentally ill mm-hmm. <laughs> i can't remember what just, that is but i love that quote and it's just ex- literally exactly what he talks about in fight club yeah like he blows up his condo because he's like fuck consumerism you don't need that shit it's like so funny that it's just he's like a literal crazier real version of Tyler Durden (laughs) and then um literally the what is it I call it a creepy it's just a creepy voice unless it has a name but you know how like Cole has like this like voice either in his Mm -hmm. head or something like that but he's like, where'd they send you? And he goes, 1990. He goes, how was it? Good drugs? Lots of pussy? Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, not where I was. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like, more of that was, like, more toward the beginning. But like I said earlier, like, I like the beginning more because I was engaged yeah, a lot more. And then it kind of, like, middle, rolled. Uh... Yeah slow down yeah but i think it could have been edited um let's see my first one was when he's exploring the streets in that suit it's just cool to see like this post-virus world it reminds me of stranger things too Mm -hmm. a little bit and like the upside down um it just yeah i I just like that whole vibe i love the suit like i talked about before like how they put it on and i also love um that's not I guess this would be a second favorite scene I really like. I didn't write down, but I just thought about it. When he gets uh, into time travel before and he gets in that weird bubble and they like shoot him through that like airplane looking mm-hmm. machine, like a engine. Like that was super cool how he was like in that machine. They clipped all that stuff to him, like on his chin and on his like head. And then they like, like mm-hmm. sent him out. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. And also it was really cool too. I love the set where he meant to, he went to meet with the scientist and then he is in that chair and it like, flies straight straight up up. (laughs) yeah and then there's like that weird like ball that has all these like tv screens and stuff on it like playing different things like 
it just reminds me of like some like weird clockwork orange like oh very some, yeah. like yeah like weird like sci-fi crazy uh i'm gonna review clockwork orange with jai uh heads oh, up nice. it's like her favorite film ever i know it's not in the 90s but i haven't seen it in a long time so i'm willing to give it another chance yeah, yeah, um, yeah. i'm not a huge kubrick fan but yeah so it reminds me very much of clockwork orange that i like clockwork orange it's not one of my favorites but um it has a lot of interesting um, like elements. elements. Yeah, and Malcolm yeah. McDowell is really cool. Yeah. Like, in general, he's just really cool, so I'm kind of stoked. Um, I also had a note about when you meet Jeffrey at the institution at first. Mm-hmm. I wrote his speech, obviously, yeah, very Tyler Durden. I wrote, he kind of acts like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yes like really (laughs) weird and like fast talking and like you know how like when you see matthew mcconaughey in real interviews like he has a very fast talking like kind of strange approach almost like he he was in wolf of wall street Mm -hmm. when he was like talking to to leo and he was like being all weird and like talking fast and using his hands like he it looked like he was kind of channeling mcconaughey too (laughs) or i don't even think mcconaughey was that big of an actor then so maybe McConaughey channels this movie. That's so funny. I don't know. I did, like really that, funny. Um, I did like that that one scene in the theater, though, I forgot to mention, um, where they're playing Vertigo in the background. Oh, yeah. And they're kind of, it's toward the end of the movie, but, like, they kind of dress that way, the same way, like, when yeah. the doctor remo- uh, puts on her wig and puts on the coat. <laughs> The same time, I know, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, it's super cool. I want to do like a Hitchcock film just randomly because I mean, they're just really good. I don't know if enough people do. You, um, is there a, mo- a certain movie of Hitchcock's that you like? Or... Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to do Psycho because I haven't seen I've seen it once in for film, like school. Oh, class. Janet Lee. Yeah. yeah, so I kind of want to do like I don't really remember every point of it now because it was so long ago. I kind of want to do that because that's like a classic. That's it's... like. Totally. We should do that since we were doing horror movies. Yeah, sure. We should do like yeah, Yeah, either that or like maybe even the birds, the first one. Yeah, I was gonna say I have yeah the birds. Oh yeah, I have the birds. Yeah, I have the birds on DVD. One with Melanie Griffith's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's that's fucking terrifying because that shit could just happen. Like, oh god, just literally living our lives like it's not gonna happen, but it could. There was like a cloud of birds two mornings ago, like when Justin and I went on the balcony to have a cigarette. Um. On the the deck, I mean, and all of a sudden they're like so low, and they just like fly all in unison to the left, and we're like, "Whoa!" Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, those weird like patterns, yeah, like those weird flying patterns they have. It's so crazy. Oh god, and then yesterday it wasn't like bird the bird birds, but it was like a, a flock of geese, and they were so ginormous. Oh. Like I was taking boss out yesterday for a walk in the afternoon, and we saw them from afar, and there's seriously like fifty or sixty of them. I'm oh like, God. let's walk the other way. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's we're literally one stop away from just like in, you know, some kind of mayhem with the bird population <laughs> that no one can control. Like it's crazy. Oh my god. So who knows, man? But um and, yeah, oh, so yeah. what are your oh I have one two other notes. Well, yeah, I think yeah. I talked about it. Chris Maloney, who I love from SVU, was in it. I wrote that's so great. And then Matt Ross, who's the guy who's in American Psycho, who's like in the bathroom with Christian Bale. Oh, he's the red hair. Uh, he's also one of the twelve monkeys crew, which I thought was really cool. So he um, wasn't he was at the end, right? 
He was like in the middle when they go to like that that place that has all the like jungle when you walk in. So like one of those three people that were there when they were like when Bruce Willis and the doctor came in there. So then who's the guy with the red hair? Who's the guy with the red hair at the end? Okay, that's someone else. That is just the guy who has the virus. It's a different person. So he's not a creator. He's just no. He's one of the rebels with Brad Pitt, the guy I'm. That's how I got so lost. Where I was like, um, I need explanation. (laughs) Yeah, like who is that guy? It's super weird. Yeah. Um, and then I also wrote, I love the Twelve Monkeys bus. Yes, I, I did cool. too. That was, was super cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and do you have any other scenes? I just have one more. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, my last one I like is I love when all the animals are let out and they're like on the street. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. The elephants on the street, and also I like at the end when they're at the airport, and I like when Jose comes up to Cole and like gives him that gun, and he's like, "You got to do this, man. Yeah. Like, you got to pardon." I love that you see the reflection of Cole in his glasses mm-hmm. at one point, and it just looks really cool. But then, he, then later on, it's like frosted. Like then later on, when you see Jose's glasses, they're frosted, like you can't see any reflection. I thought that just looked really cool. And his outfit was cool too. That second one, or that last one we saw, Jose's mm-hmm. was like kind of it was like really grungy and like weird. Uh, like yeah. it just looked dirty and like weird. I just liked it. <laughs> if it's grungy and dirty and weird, I like it. Uh, you like it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, so do you have any? Uh, we have like a few minutes left here, but I didn't have anything else planned. But do you have any story questions? Like, what do you think the ending was? So it's almost like American Psycho. Like, what do you think happened? So obviously that. So the kid is Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. and he's gonna yeah, be like he dreams about for the rest this. of his life, huh? Yeah, he like constantly dreams about this. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a continued cycle of. Like yeah. the kid is going to just have dreams again of him. Of how this happened. Yeah. Um, the guy, like you just revealed to me, he was just a guy with a virus, right? Yeah, but he didn't. Okay, so this is the question I have because I don't really fucking know what happened. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like I do. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. And if people want to comment, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> like, this is exactly what happened. Like, I didn't read the Wikipedia thing. I don't want to be, like, ruined where, like, they just tell me what happens. Like, I'll, I'll probably go back and read an hour, watch some YouTube video on it. I'm sure there's some YouTube video of, like, what the fuck happened. But I, but it's so weird, too, because because they never caught that guy and they shot Bruce Willis, the fucking virus got out. So it's yeah, almost well, like one of those, right? Like, so, but then he was on the phone and he was, then the Jose guy was like, no, um, you know, the 12 monkeys thing, like, no, uh, the doctors were like, no, it's okay. We got it. Like you did what you're supposed to do. We got it. I was like, but he still got away. And you saw the guy with the ponytail, like walk out of frame. Like he didn't shoot the guy. They shot him right. first. No. So that, that, that was, I was confused. That's why like when these quote unquote, I'm just going to call them quote unquote doctors, um, Mm -hmm. told Bruce Willis, like he could get off. Like if he, if he went and stopped, but does that mean like he's supposed to kill him? He's supposed to arrest him. He's supposed to bring him back to the future. That's yeah. That's the thing. And also he already opened the vial at TSA right? and was like, Oh look, I was like, well, that's patient zero right fucking there. This guy's got it. And the guy who opened the vial didn't have a mask on. So he fucking got it. Right. Like one of the people to die. Like I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's what I think. It's kind of like, it didn't even matter if he went back in time because the shit fucking happened anyway. It's like always what time travel always is, is like, they try to manip you try to manipulate time, but things eventually just pan out the way they pan out. Like it still happens anyway. You can't change time. No, it's just. 
Oh, uh, it's boss. My doggy wants to say hi to everybody. Oh my god, that's so cute that he like at the end he comes in and he's like, row, row. Right. he probably knows what happened in the end of this movie. <laughs> he's trying to tell us. Right. He's like, you assholes didn't get it. I was awake for the whole entire thing. I saw it so many times. <laughs> now he's like playing in the background. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we've reached the end of our recap here. No, this was fun. Thank you. This so was much. super fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. First episode of 2021. <laughs> Actually, no, wait. Wouldn't Romy be the first episode? No, I uploaded that on New Year's Eve, oh, technically. Yeah, so that's technically not. Sorry, guys, about my... No, it's okay. <laughs> well, as always, like and subscribe, and we will see you on the next one. See you on the next one. Bye. Peace.